This content is for listeners 18 years of age or older. Hello, I am Mr. A. And I am Mrs. A. And we are a very happily married couple. We've been together 10 years, and we've entered the swinging lifestyle after 8 years of monogamy. We're here to help you on your journey if you're considering entering this lifestyle. We want your journey to be as easy and fun as possible, because that's what this lifestyle is all about. Making great memories, making new friends, and having fun. And we think being educated about the subject is a must to achieve these goals. So hop on the pineapple bandwagon and let's talk about swinging. Okay, thank you for joining us for our first episode of the Pineapple Links podcast, where we discuss the swinging lifestyle. In this first episode, we're going to answer some of the most frequently asked questions about swingers, which can also be found on the FAQ link at pineapplelinks.com. Our answers here will be raw, honest, and uncensored. So our first question today is, what is a swinger? A swinger is a person who is part of a couple who engages in recreational sex with another couple, individual, or group with their partner. Swinging is a form of ethical non-monogamy, or ENM. Swingers are generally married or in a committed relationship, open to engaging in sexual activity with other people, aiming to have a shared experience with their partner. Sexual orientation varies. They can be heterosexual, bisexual, pansexual, etc. Um, single women in the swinger lifestyle are called unicorns because an attractive single woman looking for no-strings-attached sex is a rare find. Single men are simply called single men. Okay, question number two is... How do swingers find each other? Um, nowadays, swingers generally find each other online through swinger websites or social media, uh, at swinger parties, swinger clubs, or swinger events. Question number three. How can I find swingers to connect with? The best ways to find and connect with swingers is online, swinger parties, swinger clubs, and swinger events. Online, um, with today's technology, it is easy to find swingers in your area. Websites such as SLS.com, Cassidy.com, FetLife.com, SDC.com, and AdultFriendFinder.com are among the most notable and legitimate swinger hookup websites. Additionally, there are many Facebook groups for swingers to meet and share pics with, chat with, and PM others who consent. Uh, you can search uh, Facebook for swinger group. Pineapple Lifestyle, Upside Down Pineapple, etc. Most social media platforms now have uh, sizable swinger groups. You can also meet people at swinger parties. Uh, swinger parties are a great way to meet new and experienced swingers. Swinger parties are no-pressure events where you can quote-unquote play, which means engage in sexual activity, or just mingle and watch. Swinger clubs are clubs designed for meeting and playing with uh, or have sex with other swingers on site. Often set up like a typical bar or dance club, swinger clubs bring together like-minded people in an environment that allows sexual activity on the premises. Swinger clubs usually have multiple playrooms, beds, and other areas to engage in sexual activity. Similar to a swinger party, at swinger clubs you can just mingle, watch, or have sex. Either way, there is no pressure, everyone takes things at their own pace, um, swingers can hand out cards like the pineapple link cards to anyone they are interested in at the swinger clubs. Okay, so the next way that you can meet people are swingers' events. 
there are many swingers events that uh, cater to the swinger lifestyle, such as uh, swingers cruises, hotel takeovers, holiday parties like uh, like Halloween, yeah, New Year's Eve, yeah, Fourth of July, etc. As well as uh, meet and greets. Meet and greets are where swinger couples and unicorns, single female swingers. Uh, can meet in person in a low-pressure, neutral setting like a, a bar or a park. And at these events, people can find several potential play partners in one shot. Mm-hmm. You can make connections, you can plan future play dates, which are basically sex dates. Oh, well, I'll do this one. Oh, this is a good question. We'll let Mrs. A answer this question. <laughs> so question number four is, what kind of people are swingers? Oh. Uh, well, one of the first things new swingers discover is how normal we are. Swingers are, or they can be teachers, doctors, medical workers, executives, waitresses, bartenders, plumbers, soccer moms, you name it. Additionally, participating in the swinger lifestyle can be expensive with attending parties, events, and clubs. Um, requiring fees to attend, booking hotels if you travel to swing, and membership fees or online swinger websites. Hence, many swingers are educated and financially well off. Okay, the next question is my question. Do swingers have safe sex? Okay, as a general rule, yes. Yes. Experienced swingers understand the need for safe sex. I mean, you, you can't stay alive if you don't. In fact, most swingers, experienced swingers, won't even play with a male swinger who doesn't have protection. Like condoms. If a swinger encourages another swinger to play without a condom, that is a red flag that this person engages in unnecessary, risky sexual activity and may be prone to STIs. Yeah. Be very safe. You must. All right. Um, oh, this is this next question is for Mrs. A. <laughs> hmm. Uh, question number six. Do swingers have sex with everyone? Yes, do you? Do you have sex with everyone? Every person that you maybe, see? Maybe, maybe. Uh, no, the, the answer is no. In fact, um, most experienced swingers are were very picky, the same as any other human. Generally, when women are involved in decision-making uh, regarding sex, the requirements are they go beyond the typical male version. Um, you know, we're not... That fish. Yeah, she's hot. I do her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so couples in the swinging lifestyle will vet potential play partners much more intensely than a single person, I think, until they find a person or people. They are both, um, both, I emphasize that, very comfortable with. Question number seven. Mm-hmm. I like this. This is a good one. Um, which we found out when we got into the lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, do all swingers have sex? Actually, no. There are, well, we're going to break it down to two types. Um, you know, there's tons of types of swingers, but um, when it comes to having sex, there are two types of swingers, soft swap and full swap. Soft swap swingers only engage in kissing, touching, oral, anything except penetration. Full swap swingers engage in full penetration. Actual sex. Right. These labels can can change at any time, meaning a swinger can decide to be soft swap or full swap at any time. Yep. Right in the middle of you playing or... (laughs) Yes. Question number eight. Do swingers have orgies? So, yes. The answer is yes. I've Um, heard about them. 
<laughs> those people. <laughs> Although this is not a requirement in the swinger lifestyle, there is always an opportunity to participate in orgies if you prefer. And I have to add in when there's consent from everybody. Yes, there's always consent. I don't even know if that's one of the um, questions because it's not something that people think about. I don't think people think, well, do you guys ask? I? Yeah, do you ask? Yeah. Do you, you know, and it's such a huge thing. I mean, it's, it's like the entire lifestyle revolves around that one thing, mm-hmm. you know, always ask and no means no. And everybody abides by it, you know, yeah. so it's not just a bunch of random people running around touching and grabbing and having crazy sex. Yeah, but it's not a free for all. <laughs> yeah. Question number nine. Do you have to be in shape and attractive to be a swinger? The answer to that is unequivocally no. Swingers come in all shapes and sizes. Although being attractive is always a plus, that's just life. But being attractive is not so important to most swingers. Uh, what is important is hygiene and personality. Yeah. And this is universal, no matter where you go, okay? Uh, swingers pay a lot of attention to hygiene because, honestly, a, a bad smell can ruin an experience. Yes. So if you do plan to um, attend a swinger event, be sure you shower beforehand. Take extra showers. <laughs> uh, this may seem obvious, but we have mentioned it here for good reason. Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, please. Be clean. Question number 10. Is the pineapple a secret symbol for swingers? Yes. I just cracked my knuckle and it made an appearance in our podcast. (laughs) It's the first knuckle crack you guys will hear. Okay. Swinger crackle. (laughs) (laughs) So the answer is yes. Um, In the United States, the upside down pineapple is the secret symbol recognized by swingers. Often the pineapple will be used right side up to avoid questions from vanilla people, people who are non-swingers. Non-swingers, vanilla people. (laughs) Yes, but it will still pique the interest of other swingers. The pineapple is a way swingers express their connection to this lifestyle. You may see it uh, displayed uh, as a car window decal, you know, or drinking cup, t-shirt, tattoo, etc., you know. But yeah, yeah. All, all over the place. Yeah, pineapples are very, very famous right now. Yeah. Popular. Okay, um, question number 11. Why don't swingers get jealous? We think this question was best answered by relationship therapist Heather Converse, who said, Swingers tend to focus more on compersion, which is the state of being happy for another person's happiness, and less on jealousy. When you see your spouse dancing their favorite dance with someone else, you probably don't feel very jealous. Swingers separate sex from romance. They see sex more as just another physical activity like dancing or playing basketball. People in consensual, non-monogamous relationships take pleasure from seeing their spouses enjoy life. Unquote. So, yeah, so, you know, basically it's, you don't get mad at your spouse for enjoying the ice cream because... You don't see the ice cream as a threat. You know, it's not another person. But really, that's all the swinging lifestyle is about. Is you know, sex is like our ice cream. We try different flavors, but to each other, we're more than just ice cream. Other people are just ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Question number 12. Isn't swinging cheating? 
Mm-hmm. Are you cheating on me every time you're doing it with someone else? Over and over <laughs> and over and over. So, no, guys, uh, it is not the same thing. Uh, because cheating is when you lie to your partner about your interest in another person. Swinging is when you and your partner both agree to have sex with others as a couple. You make the decision together. Total honesty. Honesty, honesty. Here is a good question. Uh, we are a married couple and want to try swinging. How do you start? I don't know why I read it like that, but... Okay, if you're new to swinging, listen to some educational podcasts, like the Pineapple Links podcast. But there are some other really good ones out there. So listen to some podcasts, educate yourself on the standard rules, like what we talked about, no means no, no, absolutely no touching without asking. Protection. Um, cleanliness don't be so shy that you miss out on an opportunity this is the one time that you can just put yourself out there people are just waiting to say yes that's why we're all here you can also join a swinger website sls.com is a good one cassidy.com fetlife and you know on these sites you can use your real name or you can use a pseudonym which is basically a fake name. We use pseudonyms all the time. You can use any type of profile picture that you feel comfortable with. You will be surprised of the acceptance you receive from the community. Swingers are generally really nice people, welcoming people. Having lots of sex will do that for you. You know, make you a happy, happy yeah. person. Going back to the, the picture on the profile, please put a picture of what you really look like. A lot of people use old pictures and they don't even look like that anymore. Or... They want to try to use something that actually doesn't show their entire face, you know. Um, so don't catfish people, yeah, you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Just be you, you know, like, because the chances are that someone's going to be interested in you for you being you. Be truthful. People are out there looking for truthful people because not only do you have sex with them, but you can also become really good friends with people, you know, like with, with, a, we found really good friends. So, it's important to be truthful, be honest, and be you. You know, like that's all I can say, emphasize, be you. That's the best that you can do. All right. I think the next question is yours. Okay. Is being a swinger the same as being in an open relationship? No, it is not. Open relationships are relationships in which one or both partners can pursue sex and sometimes emotional attachments with the other person without their partner. Swinging is partners have sex together with other people at parties, clubs, events, or dates just for the purpose of pleasure. Yeah, if, if we build a, a friendship, that makes it even better. A friendship with awesome benefits. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you, you actually can find that in the lifestyle. I wanted to add that some swingers do like to just watch their partner having sex with another person because that's their fantasy, that's what they're into. So it it differs with that's true. with every partner. You know, so it's always important to ask questions again and see what they're into, what they like, what they want to do, what they definitely don't want to do. Yeah, everybody's looking for their own specific thing. You know, like for us, we're usually looking for full swap couples because she wants to be able to play with people and I want to be able to play with people. So, you know, everybody is looking for something specific. So I think that's one of the most important things to ask people is what are you looking for? What are you into? It's funny because I just saw this on Facebook. Some guy in one of the Facebook groups came in and described some situation and he was saying, you know, we're swingers. And then somebody commented and said, okay, well, I understand the situation. And, but based on your description of how you guys play, you guys are in an open relationship. You're not swingers. And then he said, oh, well, 
Yes, that's true. We're in an open relationship, but we're also swingers where we go to clubs together and we play together and we do that as swingers, but then we're also in an open relationship. So basically, you know, you can have two or more different lifestyles within a lifestyle, I suppose, you know, that's the, the takeaway here for me. You can have people who are in an open relationship and they're also swingers, but most people who are just swingers are not in open relationships. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've heard some people that, yeah, they're like, we have a girlfriend or like they both have a girlfriend, you know, the same girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which is again, like a unicorn, you know, like, or it's usually mostly women, you know, like we have a girlfriend instead Mm -hmm. of we have a boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it's usually both of them. And again, everything is different with every couple. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, that's a good segue into our last question, which is, is swinging the same as polyamory or polygamy? So that kind of goes right to the situation that we were just talking about, where we have a couple that are swingers and we play with them all the time. And then they recently got a girlfriend, which now makes them polyamorous. But they are they are polyamorous with their girlfriend, but with us, they're swingers. So mm-hmm. we're not in a polyamorous relationship with them. We're in a swinging relationship with them, <laughs> which is just sex. It's not, you know, hanging out and buying groceries together and watching TV together and, you know, I'll feed your cat and living together and all that stuff. Although we could feed their cat. We could feed their cat. <laughs> their cat is really cute. I would feed the hell out of that cat. <laughs> oh <my laughs> that God. sounded wrong. Okay, so let me go ahead and officially answer this question. Is swinging the same as polyamory or polygamy? Um, This is a great question, and I had someone arguing this question with me, to me, not knowing that I was a swinger, and telling me, no, I'm telling you, people who are polyamorous are the same as swingers. And I was like, "Uh, no, they are not. Okay, so the swinging lifestyle is purely recreational, the swinger lifestyle. Right. Swingers have sex for fun and for pleasure. That's it. Polyamory is when a couple or a person establishes a romantic relationship with multiple people with consent, um, often forming strong emotional bonds and sometimes even falling in love. And this is a group thing. You know, sometimes you'll hear it called a, a thruple. You know, so for example, if a guy says, we have a girlfriend, like our recent friends, they are polyamorous. Since all parties have agreed that the new woman is their girlfriend. So, um, that's what, that's the difference between swinging and polyamory. Polygamy is, you know, just when you have multiple spouses. So and that's it's illegal. Yeah. And it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so polyamory and polygamy, uh, both involve emotional ties and that's not present in the swinging lifestyle. It's having fun, feeling good. Trying to reach those massive levels of pleasure. Well, I'm mingling with other people, like-minded people, you know, like feeling like you're a part of something that is actually all about fun and everybody wants to be safe. Everybody wants to just meet more people. There's so much out there. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, but mostly it's about the sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mostly it's about the sex. Yeah, we don't go to swinger parties like, I hope we can meet some people and mingle. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's not what we're, we're thinking. 
But I mean, that you know, that's always fun. And sometimes, sometimes we've gone and just mingled. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Sometimes yeah. that's that's all that happens. Depends on how we're feeling. It depends on who Mrs. A finds attractive because she may just scan the room and decide, nope, not tonight. And uh, that's true. But you know that that works for me because I still get her when I go home, and and I oh, at I, least I still get hard. <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah. But um, but you know, I mean, like, and I get exactly what I want, and I don't know. I, I feel like that's that's an important thing. You you should already have like a really good sexual relationship with your your spouse before you consider getting into the swinging lifestyle, you know, you should experiment with each other and, you know, and ask each other what feels good and what doesn't and tell them what feels good and what doesn't. Because the more you know, the less you're going to feel like some other guy is giving it to her better or doing it better or some other girl is touching him better or doing it better. You should know each other, uh, know what you like, and then go out and explore that with more people. You know, more hands, more, more bodies, and. But there's always a big chance too that you're going to learn that you like something that you didn't know you liked with somebody else, and that is okay because then you either have the opportunity to go back home and let your partner know what you liked and what that person did that you liked, and then there's a good chance that they will do it for you, or at least they will try. So Yeah, that's true. I've learned a few things from different people. And I also learned a few things about myself, you know, that I didn't know that I liked. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, I like that, you know. And and there's sometimes there are things mm -hmm. that I will like and Mr. A is not into that. That's okay, too. And he will let me know and I will make him do it because I just don't want. But he's pretty open to, to do yeah. whatever. If there's something that your spouse just absolutely, you know, doesn't want to do or can't do or whatever you can find somebody like i always say that i think of other penises as like penises on my tool belt of penises <laughs> so i have mine which is the main one and then i've got different attachments which are like different sizes different tall guys skinny guys guys who are like super well endowed guys who are not guys who are smaller guys who are just for anal yeah um there's which different are, like, sizes for guys. different things yeah so you know you I I just see it like that. Um, it's all all about just having fun and exploring. And communicate. It's a learning experience. So mm -hmm. it may take you a long time to feel comfortable about doing certain things. It may take you less time than you thought about. Um, you may fall right into it like we did. You know, we did it once and we were like, this is for us. Yeah. We love it. But it's not like that for everybody. Everybody has a different experience, but don't have expectations. Don't go with expectations because the chances are that what you expect to happen that night will probably not happen and or exactly the way it happens. And then you're going to be disappointed, not because the other people disappointing you, but because the experience on its own was not what you expected. So don't expect things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were in a chat group and this new couple came in and we're just considering getting into the lifestyle. The guy had this whole list of things that he wanted to happen. You know, I want uh, me and another guy to have our girls go down on us at the same time. And then we both come in their mouths. And, and it as was he was an extensive list of things that he Yeah. Had. And as he told this, you know, I 
I said, you know, does this guy realize that what he just described is going to be over in like three minutes? You know, when you go to a club, you've got hours. You know, you can – once you hit that thing on your bucket list, you need to have a longer list. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying because once you get there – and you can't follow a script like that. It just doesn't work like that. You know, yeah. you can't walk up to someone and say, okay, you get on your knees. Okay, now, honey, you get on your knees. <laughs> now, you put his penis in your – you guys do it at the same time. It just doesn't work like that. When sexual chemistry happens and, like, things pop off, it just happens how it's going to happen. You just have to jump in and enjoy the ride, Yeah, basically. Okay, so thank you for listening to our podcast. This was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. We really appreciate you guys being here. Um, this is our first episode. I hope that you liked what you heard and the, that you actually got some information out of it and we answered some questions for you. All I have to say is that if it is for you, you are going to have a lot of fun after you gather some information. It's very important to be educated about these things. It's very important to have communication with your spouse or your partner. It's very important to understand that love and sex are two very different things in this lifestyle. And that's what it's all about. Have fun. Be safe. Thank you so much for listening to us.